Hey, it's your old pal Clark, the not dungeon master, playing as some character that is very poorly fleshed out. Please enjoy the next episode of the Puppy Arc. <laughs> the Legion of Red are the comedic, I think, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition podcast. This episode is starring Tony as Plick Pluck, the Kenku Sorcerer, Winston as Benson Muffins, the Alchemist Wizard now, Chris as Murdar, the Elven Eldritch Knight, uh, Clark as Lyra, the character, and Bobby as the Dungeon Master. Enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, where we just left off was our friendly fellow adventurers were getting ready to go into the Coliseum when they uh, approached an interesting man by the name of Bach, Ulysses Gunn, and his babe ladies. (laughs) We left them off about to enter the Coliseum, but before they go in... Vito stops him. He, he coughs and he says, "Boys, can I? Can I? Boys, can I have a moment?" Please. Um, we're really busy, actually. Uh, we'll just be going. Then. It, hey, hey, Murdar, we're being good people. It'll be just. I don't see how that correlates to being a good person. <laughs> we we give. It is always better to give than receive. So let's give him a minute. <laughs> <laughs> can we not receive him a minute too? <laughs> <laughs> As he slowly droops his head towards this other person with both his cross eyes looking in different directions. God. <laughs> For reasons that I have absolutely enough time to explain, but won't, I won't be following you into the Coliseum. I will, however, be giving you my good luck charm. He hands you a pipe. He says, Take this and take this lovely bag of tobacco. <laughs> Oh, so it's like a smoking pipe, not like a, 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 a pipe not that a break off the wall to attack someone right now. No, no, pipe no. bomb. <laughs> I take the pipe. This I take the tobacco. <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen. I reach for the tobacco. <laughs> and you just murder like, fuck that. <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen, is the finest tobacco you'll ever see. I like to smoke it in volumes. And it's, it has a world-famous name. It is called Tony Stash. <laughs> <laughs> Available now. LegionRenov.Bandcamp.com Believe it or not, it only cost me a gold. <laughs> <laughs> and in my back pocket, if you make it back, I have my second volume of Tony Stash. <laughs> Coming soon. LegionRenov.Bandcamp.com Or wait. probably already came. <laughs> wait, are you talking... Did you, did you say... Did, are you talking Tony Baloney? Mr. Baloney has a stash. 
That was amazing. Onward, enter! That's right, that's all time we got tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this will be ending the podcast today. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Alright, we do that. Okay, so you, you, you march in when you get stopped by a, around a 40-year-old human woman. <laughs> she, uh, she is thin, she has long fingers, and she approaches you and she says, Hello! I am the general manager of this coliseum. And that means I am a witch. So, if you have any questions... <laughs> I raise my hand. Yes. You're a witch. Yes. How... Is that like a square in a rhombus? How does that make you general manager? Because to be a general manager of anything, you must be a witch. <laughs> Just a little bit of Bobby showing in here. She's good. I have magical powers. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I know all about magical powers. <laughs> I used to be a lifeguard during the summers because I'm a, I'm an alchemist. <laughs> On the qualifications <laughs> to be a general manager everywhere. Is it qualifications? <laughs> all, all they're shaped like like koalas, like pieces of paper all cut out to be that way. <laughs> oh yeah, well, what? I didn't catch your name. My name is 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 Tilly. Hello, Tilly. Hello, <laughs> I am Tilly. Hi, Tilly. And I am a witch. And a general manager for my And a general manager. But the only way she can be a general manager is she's a, a witch. Right. So that's a given. Obviously. <laughs> now, before you gentlemen die here in the Coliseum, I thought I'd give you a brief history. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not the first person who said gentlemen so far. <laughs> can we just slow our rules there and have a more inclusive, like... Um, yeah, I prefer okay. the opposite. Rough boy. <laughs> in my in my imagination, I'm seeing you know muffins, the cat, Murdar, obviously uh, Birdman, Pink Clark, Clark. and I just see Clark. Like he's just walking. <laughs> I have no idea. Like a polo shirt. His character voice is like identical. Just Clark's voice. I try and make a little lighter. Um, Clark, what does what does oh Lyra God, look please. like? We gotta what know. Got, uh, she's like, she looks like a white man. <laughs> <laughs> She's very bald. She is very bald. The baldest, the baldest white man you've ever met. No, Lyra's um, Lyra's about five foot seven. How, much, how tall are you? You're way taller. Six five, three. Seven. Chris, if you if you actually want to get that mental picture out of your head, get into the imagination she's station. She's about six three, bald, rocking beard, but a really hot bod. I, I oh, do God. want to say her name is on quote in quotes in your character sheet, Lyra. So like, you can call me Lyra, but I'm still Clark. Yeah. All right, so yeah, Lyra's a, a a ginger. She's maybe early thirties, um, oh, wearing crazy. brown drab robes, which Murdar gave her because. She didn't want to see her wearing that. Because we're good people. Because we're good people. She was formerly wearing a chainmail bikini. Which there is a reason for, but no one bothered to ask, because fantasy. I mean, this is fantasy. Everyone yeah. just dresses like that occasionally. Even my grandma's wearing, like, chainmail chain bikinis. bikinis. That's, that's <laughs> the top level armor in the female outfits. Yeah. Like, that'll, that'll make arrows turn away. <laughs> I did make the one that pierced her. Yeah. <laughs> that was a special. The one case. that Murdar yanked out. <laughs> I'll roll me a medicine check. Nope. That no. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> so Tilly. Yes. 
What were you trying to tell us before we started staring? I Before we started looking at Lydia, at Lyra, and figuring out what her face looked like. <laughs> a brief history of the place. Real hard. <laughs> we have a very unique ability with our Colosseum, where the the ring of the Colosseum. Because of a shrine it was built on top of, we can derive magic from that shrine and terraform the Colosseum to whatever we want it to be for that specific battle. Some Somewhere you hear the voice of the DM, Did that motherfucker say shrine? <laughs> <laughs> so, the whole thing is built upon an ancient shrine and has some natural magic what? to it. He said shrine. Shrine? Shrine. I was going for Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, uh... We're not ready for our battle yet, because we are re-terraforming it. To, uh... Because you're fate- facing one of our uh, Mighty Seven mm. for your first match, mm. that's, that's the top seven fighters, the Mighty Seven... Because you are facing them. In fact, you're facing number seven. I'll let him introduce himself. But since you're facing number seven, we let him, since he's one of our Coliseum regulars and one of our buffest boys, (laughs) we let him terraform it for himself. That seems fair. He gets home field advantage, basically. Oh, yeah. It's actually a field full of axes that only chop people that aren't number seven. (laughs) Well, that buff boy's got nothing on these rough boys. (laughs) And I rip off my shirt, revealing my little furry chest. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Six nipples. (laughs) Don't be a nipple hater. Let Let me give you a brief tour of the place before you die. What we're standing in now is our training room. You can use it to sort of uh, psych yourself up, work out, one final rest before you uh, die for good. <laughs> Nearly guaranteed. Oh, excellent. If you'll follow me, she starts waving her hand. I wish I hadn't ripped this shirt so bad. But not in like a witchy way, but like a gaiju sort of way. Oh, a general manager way. Well, that's like, also a witch way. <laughs> you can't be one without being a witch. <laughs> that's just one of the facts of life. And so she, she guides you into the next room. This is our Hall of Losers. And you just see a bunch of nearly dead corpses <laughs> suspended in, like, time. Oh! Losers! Yes! This is what happens when you don't win a match. This doesn't really seem good or fair. You know, last time I, I was told, hey, we'll see the Hall of Losers, someone just showed me a mirror, so this is really nice. Oh, <laughs> wait, can you save these people? Like, is there a button that releases them from this? Is there a or button? Or a switch? That releases them or from this. Or a crank, this? perhaps? Well, I'd say about 20% of them are actually still alive. So. Well, that's not bad odds. <laughs> the rest have been, um. Used for the Coliseum's needs. What needs? Hmm. That's real. Sh- that's real. Are sh- you using their life force to terraform? No, no. We used the, the force from the shrine to terraform. I would. Okay, I'm just gonna straight up ask you. What are you using your life force for exactly? Moving on. Can I roll an insight to see uh, if she was lying about the Chris's question? Um, about what? 
Earth there and you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we rolling some dice in this game of Dungeons and Dragons? That'd be a nine. Or, uh, seven. <laughs> it appears she's telling the truth. <laughs> it could go either way. Okay. You trust it about as much as you do. Okay, I, I would like to roll. I don't know my character sheet on me. Oh, I stole it. I think it's this one. Oh, it's that one. I would like to roll an insight. No, a religion check on this place and see if I know what the life force would be useful in a place like this. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I love it. Did you find Jesus? You learn that this place is very, very godless. Heathens! Mm, well, yeah, more than I knew a second ago, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, it looks like I, thought, I thought he was rolling for us. I thought. I thought oh, sorry. No. <laughs> That's what I was waiting. All right. For. So, before our eventual deaths, do you like have a armory where I could get some higher level armor than this? Follow me. <laughs> so you enter the next room. This is our hall of heroes. This is the place where we put pictures of all of our winners. They are only paintings because we reward people by not suspending them in time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there anyone we recognize on these walls? Uh, there are seven... Se- uh, there are... Not seven. There are... Is Cram all up here? No, 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 no. There are 12 faces. There are five you recognize. All of them, each of them more indescribable than the last. <laughs> and they are the world famous babe ladies. <laughs> and they're all making mean mugs. <laughs> so you paintings. see Nina, Pinta, Santa Maria, and Mayflower. <laughs> all against the walls. I would like to walk up to one of them and turn it upside down. I'm gonna take Mayflower. So, and then you see one last paint. Yes, you turn it upside down. Yes. But it 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 doesn't stay that way for long. <laughs> Tilly comes up and turns it back around. I flip it back around and she yeah. flips it back around. Murdar, we're supposed to be being good! Okay, fine. I said fine. And I walk past and I may turn it upside down. <laughs> uh, roll for stealth. Hey, I really don't care if she's or not. <laughs> 17. Alright, she misses it. Yes. <laughs> and then the last one is a picture of uh, newly infamous Boculus is gone. <laughs> and his face is like carved out with a knife. Oh no. And not like in a circle, but in like an X in the middle. <gasps> hey, Tilly, is Boculus dead? Wait, no, we just met him. <laughs> what kind of question? <laughs> What's with the X over him? I don't know. Um, did he lose? Did a he fair, lose? He is he is very alive, but a fair amount of our champions and newcomers and our guests have little to no respect for him. Yeah, he's kind of a dick from what we little we met him, right? <laughs> yeah. Confirm, very dick-like. So, you have to be a wish to be a general manager. Do you have to be a dick to be a Beastmaster? Well, I've never met another Beastmaster, so I would say it's fair to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> the math really checks out on that one. So, if you follow me into this next room, our final room, this is the Token Redemption Room. 
Oh no. And there's a bunch of like equipment and like weapons. And then there's a small booth where it says be back in five minutes and it says token to gold uh, redemption. Mm. Now this doesn't, this isn't the gambling ring, right? Probably not. This is more of a... <gasps> Oh my god. I guess this is a gambling <laughs> I, I thought it was more of a, like, uh, you win a fight, you get rewarded in tokens. And you oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's like a dog fighting, but with people. <laughs> people fighting. <laughs> or camp say. fighting. Oh. I ask your Damn, I high five. If I was to destroy it, how would I go about doing so? <laughs> if I was a nefarious type. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're obviously not. That's a very odd and forward question, but the only way to do so is, why would I ever tell you that? I will persuade you. Fine. Welcome, welcome to my life. Why would I ever I tell can't. you? So the only way to dismantle the whole ring is to shut the fuck up and play the game. <laughs> I just like elbow Murdar in the song. It's like, we're being good people. That's not what good people say. <laughs> but it's what you're saying you're to do. Yeah. Wait. Oh, being good is confusing. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Skidder Dogman from Season 2. You probably don't remember me, but I was quite a guy back then. I was a bad guy at the end of a dungeon anyway. I'm now demoted to being dead, also having ads. Enjoy this ad from the Beholder's Eye podcast. Hey, podcast fans, are you looking for a new Dungeons & Dragons show to provide you with laughs, intrigue, and some heroes who kind of, sort of, accidentally unleashed a demonic cataclysm? Then check out Beholder's Eye, 5th edition actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Join a unique cast of characters, including a delusional barbarian who thinks he's a sorcerer, a halfling who is determined he's a dwarf, a pyromaniac genasi who's never above a headstand, and a totally zen monk who is overly stabby. Violence, conspiracy, double crosses, and triple crosses saturate a world ripped apart by civil war, invading armies, both natural and supernatural, and topped off with a ridiculous set of heroes who just make things worse. You can find it all at Beholder's Eye. Just look for the big green eye and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at I underscore Beholders, and check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com. You know, unleashing a demonic cataclysm seems pretty big, but think of it this way. That's like breakfast for us fine legionnaires. We do that like every Tuesday or something. Thanks so much for listening to the Legion of Renab. Let's go ahead and listen to the rest of this episode. How? Oh boy. Alright. Are you rolling for something for yeah, this I'm rolling time? for something. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm gonna roll uh, an insight check on the whole sort of token redemption room. And that's just going to be like checking, looking around the place. Perception also, if you want that. Okay. Uh, do uh, What was the first one? Insight? Insight, yeah. Yeah, insight. yeah I'm trying to see like 
if there is a way to take something off a wall, can I do that? It's not going to work. That's a sideways 10. <laughs> that's an 18. An 18? Okay, so everything looks firmly pegged to the wall, so there wouldn't be a very sneaky way to do it. If you wanted to use force, you could, but you have no idea the strength of this witch. Um, but you do learn something. The tokens to gold booth is very, very dusty. Including the be back in five minutes. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll look at General Witch. So... <laughs> General Witch. General Witch. So, it looks like no one's been here in a while. Oh no, oh no. People come back here every match, but I mean, once you've entered the Coliseum, you can never leave. Oh, no one really uses this. That sucks for no, that. No, no, no. Wait, what? You need to get equipment. You need to get food co- coupons. You need to get weaponry. You need to get water. And this is the only place to do it. Oh, I see. Okay, so no one, all the tokens to gold have been traded already. No, I mean, understand this. The moment you walked in the door, there was no turning back. Literally, there's no turning back. I turn around. So, <laughs> so you don't really need gold again if the only currency here is tokens. Oh, wow, fair. simple economy. Yeah. Okay. I'll be the one to ask you. Why can't you leave? Oh well. First of all, the door only opens from the outside. Magically, or just no one's ever tried it? No, no, like it hooks in. <laughs> okay. I think yeah. a witch general manager would have thought of that. <laughs> oh, I've seen people try to use dispel magic on the thing. Dispel magic doesn't work on titanium, though. Obviously, I am an alchemist. Also, <laughs> I drop alcohol on it. Oh, does it magically work? <laughs> And so that's how alchemy works. <laughs> Titanium is now slightly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so as a barg rogue fighter, how good am I at doors? What do you mean? I'm a barg rogue fighter. <laughs> and this is Tilly? I think so. <laughs> it's fucking John Jensen number two over here. <laughs> um, hey, Tilly, I, I think I'm ready to fight Mr. Seven. Get me suited up. Yeah, can we get some, like... I don't know. You probably want this to be interesting. I am wearing almost one hand behind my back. Am I right? Almost nothing. So if you could like give me like a leather cuirass or some something used chainmail. I don't know. I think I have an extra pair. If you're about to say chainmail bikini, (laughs) I've already been sold that once. (laughs) Let me tell you, poor purchase. No, no, no. Chainmail yoga pants. <laughs> I'm Available getting now in the Legion Red Up store. <laughs> I'll be getting it back after this fight anyway. Fuck it. I'll take him. <laughs> I need all the armor I can get if she's not going to give me anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just for, just for fuck's sake. Uh, do you have any mail armor? Chain mail? Yoga pants? <laughs> Oh. Uh, I was hoping you were going like, way better. <laughs> no, no, I'll pass over. Dragonite pants. <laughs> Dragon pants. So do we have to, like, like this uh, token service, do we have to do that now to get, like, weapons and clothes for the ring? Oh, no, you're fucked with whatever you have. I oh. mean, 
You are prepared with whatever you have on you. <laughs> how, how much AC does this chainmail yoga pants give me? AC? Oh, armor class. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Someone's not ready to DM. <laughs> I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought attack class. I'm stupid. No, uh, let's, 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 let's give you another two. All right. I will take it. Another uh, two for... Uh, you're the heavy now, from what I understand. Yes. You're the heavy now. I'll put this these chainmail yoga pants over my chainmail bikini. There we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What have I become? All right. So. <laughs> um, Feminism. So I turn to the party. Who are you now? Yeah. So about this. Looks like we've been bamboozled. It feels like we've been bamboozled. Yeah, where is that guy that brought us here? Vito? Yeah, so Vito didn't come in here. You, you notice that? And the Tiger Club sent us here to be good people. But it appears that people are stuck here forever. That raises a good point. Uh, how do you feel about the Tiger Club? Oh, the Tiger Club? Yeah. Who? Oh. <laughs> 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 what, a, what an odd way to answer that question. <laughs> oh, oh, the Tiger Club? Yeah, the Tiger Club. Oh, I've never heard of that. I insight to that. Okay. I will too. That was real fucking suspicious. I got a 15. I lost my D20. <laughs> That's for the best. Oh, she has no idea who the Tiger Club is. <laughs> she doesn't know. Okay. It's all connected. Alright, well, here's my thinking. I mean... We weren't told we were going to be locked in here, but, I mean, it's not like the Tiger Club betrayed us. They might have. They might have, but I we don't know it. I think the best thing to do is destroy this gambling ring. It doesn't feel like Vito not coming in here is really suspicious. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just didn't like us. No, that's impossible. You're right. He betrayed us. He betrayed that whore. Us. <laughs> We've been betrayed. Well, I just start punching the wall. So are we already <laughs> locked in, from what I understand? Oh, yeah, yeah, apparently the door only... Where's that door at? <laughs> I would like to fight number seven. Uh, yeah, let's go fight number, <laughs> yeah, seven. Fight number Once seven. Once we beat number seven, then we'll All try right. getting out. Here's my plan. We skin number seven. We twist his skin into a rope. We run <laughs> the rope through the top of the door. We unhook the titanium bolt. <laughs> there we go. That's how you be a good person. <laughs> Lawful good. Let's make a skin rope. <laughs> He'd be already dead. <laughs> He's not going mind. Hey, man. That's all natural fibers, okay? Exactly. I'm ready for the environment. When we kill someone, we use every part of the dickhead. <laughs> pluck, what are, Including the dickhead. And speaking, of, speaking of pluck pluck, you haven't said shit. What are your thoughts on everything? Uh, I'm just settling in. <laughs> Fair. Wouldn't be the first time I've been to prison. I mean, uh, a place like this. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should do the thing. All right, gentlemen. It'll be ready in about five minutes. But you can make your way over there and train or wait by the door. It's up to you. Keep calling me gentlemen. Gentle man. <laughs> I am a people, thank you. So Look, I hate to say it, but you're a man to me. <laughs> I narrow my eyes at her so hard. You know how some people don't see color? <laughs> I don't see gender. Well, it seems more like you <laughs> except see... For men. Except yeah, you see one gender. You see the gender. 
What, you want me to call you gentle people? Have some respect for me. <laughs> I would also <laughs> another rough syllable. boys. <laughs> With a Z on the end. I'm gonna write the shit out of a bad review for this place. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> you think I care? <laughs> no, she doesn't. Who's going to see it? No one can hear us yelp through these walls. <laughs> Look, I'm a general manager and a witch, so I generally think I'm doing a good job. <laughs> no matter what the circumstances are, I'm doing a good job. That's how I got to where I am today, and that's how you will someday... Well, you're going to die soon anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, I hold up five fingers on one paw. I hold up two fingers on another paw. I say, hey, I'm looking for this asshole. Where do we find him? The Coliseum will be ready in about four and a half minutes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> We're going to do that in real time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk up to the cash for tokens. <laughs> cash for gold. <laughs> and walk up to the token stand. Tokens for gold. I ring the bell. She uh, walks next to it and she says, it's not even worth trying. You don't have tokens? I have no reason to go back there. There's no gold back there. It's all in the safe. I look her dead in the eye. I ring the bell. It's all in the safe. I ring it again. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? You better believe it. <laughs> I, I uh, kind of rough, casually like shove past her, but like very kindly. Pardon me. I ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What can I do for you? <laughs> I'd like to turn in these gold into tokens. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't go that way. I point at the side. Listen, if you want to get tokens for gold, and not gold for tokens, you're going to have to go all the way back around to the spectator area. That's where you can turn in all your gold and get tokens. Oh, boy. We got four minutes. <laughs> Let's go. I start. Just, I just start make your running. way towards the training room. There might be a special event going on. Oh, god damn it! Okay, we go to the training room. The doors are looking like they're just about to be open for the setting when a familiar asshole approaches. Oh no! It's Cramwell. No, a la Gary Oak style. <laughs> Hello, it is me. <laughs> Ulysses God! Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, smell you later. <laughs> you might be wondering why I've approached again. Yes. Well, in the half hour I was gone, I used my sh shoes of speed to make it back to where you came from. And I have taken three of your best friends. Wait a minute. You don't have friends? Three of your best friends. Still don't have friends. Okay, I'll buy who. He pulls out an orb. It shows you in a cage uh, four Tiger Club members. <laughs> Nobody likes them, so there's no reason to mention them. Your good old buddy Vito. <laughs> a cleric you might recognize. Oh no, it's Mazzetto! It's Cramwell. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And a familiar Triceratops. Oh, oh no! That's someone actually worth fighting for! <laughs> We camera build him. <laughs> I was just trying to build the perfect robot. <laughs> I used my my one of my beasts to follow to to use his use his use his wolf nose to uh, follow the the where you came from. And I uh, I realized you weren't here for fighting. This guy's standing in front of me, right? But you will be now. <laughs> <laughs> 
This guy's standing in front of me. Ah, smoke bomb! What the fuck? Chris, this guy's standing in front of me, right? You see Murdoch getting his axe ready. It just appears in his head. I was just gonna punch him in his face. I feel like Clark is gonna steal that. So, yeah. So wait, how close is NPC am I? Uh, smoke bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! All right. So was that the special thing that was happening in the training room? That that, that fucking asshole again? Mm-hmm. All right, great. We did it. The doors then. We beat your puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Tough one, wasn't it? <laughs> the doors then slowly slide open, revealing a dark hallway. A very thin, short, but dark hallway. You can't see through it, but you can see that there's something behind it. Almost like a veil of shadows. Oh, nice. Nice. I walk through. You walk through? Yeah, it's all going? Yep. Yeah. I don't know why the alchemist is leading the way, but here we are. Click Pluck is going to stay behind. Yeah, we all shut him forward. <laughs> oh, gee! The hallway looks to be a foot long, but it feels like you've been walking for an hour. When you finally see, him li- see light, what you see in front of you, a peak and a slope. A huge mountain has been terraformed in the middle of this coliseum. Mm. With a snowy top, and snow on the ground. He's an abominable snowman type. <laughs> oh, you wish. <laughs> I look at the mountain. I don't like mountains. That's my character trait. only <laughs> <laughs> <Family> one. <laughs> and you see, on top of the mountain, sliding down, almost as if he was grinding down. Oh no, this is... A tall man. He looks like he's about six or seven feet tall. Well, well, well. Job of the hook. Looks like I see about four soon-to-be dead people. Oh, God. We're gentlemen. (laughs) No. (laughs) Don't rub me in with you. We're not people. We're the rough boys. (laughs) I don't want to be a rough boy. I am the most powerful sorcerer you will ever meet. You just want to die, don't you? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, he is cold. It is a cold place, right? If you plan on calling me anything before your death, my name is Jordan Azazel. But most people call me the Mountain Dude. God, this guy's too metal. I don't like it. Yo, 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 thank you for listening to the Legion of Renop. This is what some might consider the greatest episode of all time. Some say this DM should be the permanent DM. (laughs) The fan letters are pouring in, and I'm like, I didn't give out my address. This is weird. (laughs) And if you want to send me any three stuff, uh, I'm at 313 Pasta Lane Drive. That's pasta like the pasta, lane like the lane. Pasta! Because this is a high <laughs> energy outro.
You might <laughs> listen to some of our other outros and you're like, oh, these guys are so bored and tired. Not this one. We're excited as fuck. It's noon right now. Noon. That's right. My caffeine is spiking. I peaked in high school. We usually hit the coke pile around, you know, 10 in the morning. So by the time it's nighttime, our hearts already exploded. <laughs> That's right, and if we hit that $20,000 Patreon tier, <laughs> we'll get tier. Tony a new heart! <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Tony. piles of cocaine tier on Patreon. Speaking Not of just Patreon. Normal piles. <laughs> fucking piles. Fucking piles. That's right, Tony will fuck the pile before he snorts it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Speaking of Patreon, Caleb wrote to us, Tony, what the fuck Caleb said? <laughs> yeah! Uh, Caleb writes in and says, 57%. Yeah! We're 57% of the way to the next goal. And we're like 1% of the way towards getting you guys to quit your jobs. One step at a time. One step at a time. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb's Caleb. Caleb's referring to our $50,000 a month <laughs> goal. That's when we all quit our jobs and become full-time <laughs> podcasters. None of us want to do it, but legally we have to if we reach that goal. Go Fuck ahead, our futures. Our lives. <laughs> You'll be media slaves forever. You think the McElroys are happy? You think Joe Rogan is happy? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all miserable. Look, if I have to move into a fan's house, I have to move into a fan's house. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, I hope you want this new roommate because you don't have a choice. Cho- cho- <laughs> I hope you have a sauna because I cannot stay in a place without a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> Legally binding. Speaking of Patreon, Justin reached out to us with a question. How do I get all those sweet bonus episodes of that you guys have been posted on Patreon. Justin is an amazing patron at the $5 level, which entitles him to all the bonus episodes we make. Not the $1 level, the $5 level. (laughs) That's right. $1 level is a lot of cool stuff, but not our awesome Scooby-Doo episode we just recorded and posted. So, if you're a patron, you can go to uh, the right side of our feed, hit up the RSS feed, and then go to your podcatcher, Add episode by URL, and suddenly you'll have a second, like, series of Legion Rena full of bonus episodes exclusive to you. We are going to be re-releasing the Tony Stash on that stream soon, so if you don't want to use the drive, you can just do that and have it there on your podcatcher software. So look forward to that. If you're listening to this, you just listened to a Bobby-centric episode, so why not hear Bobby's origin and Tony Stash? <laughs> it's the Bobby That's when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in her We've been developing in, in a tube for years now. <laughs> I was going to say it's intercut with Miss, Mrs. Bobby giving birth <laughs> audio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't want my birth to seem unnatural out of a tube so I could feel like a normal boy. So they put me inside of a woman so she could squeeze me out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And that's where, that's where Bobby Bobby came from. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Popped off of Bobby 1. Who <laughs> <laughs> popped off of Andrew. <laughs> And, and we have we have a brand new review from north of the border. Canada. I'll go ahead and read this one because it's Clark-centric, actually. Uh, but not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
the title of this is <laughs> an interesting and nuanced take on the horror of solitary confinement <laughs> by Shorter Sword 23 from Canada. Told from the perspective of a man who has created characters from the elements of his personality in order to cope with his situation, witness Clark's sanity degrade over time, eventually seeing himself as a woman who is disguised as a shark person. Here, doctors <laughs> try desperately to put the pieces of his sanity back together in background noise of Season 1. Largely enlightening, grievously injured optometrist Nicholas Octavius Frederick's relatively entertaining night opening boxes, Leisure Red Out for short, is an excellently put together audio series. Five stars. <laughs> now, I just want to mention that that definitely sounds like the name of a spell from D&D, like um, <laughs> Mordicated Secret House or whatever the fuck. Just forces your foes to open boxes for like 24 fucking hours. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love the pointless spells that can be abused. <laughs> and I, I, I just want to thank Shorter Sword for continuing the saga of sword users and the varying lengths. Much like <laughs> fucking Smash Brothers. <laughs> Please bring in more. I want to hear about, you know, inch long sword or uncomfortably long Fixed sword. sword. <laughs> Overcompensating sword. sword. Yeah, let's add in some girth. Come on. Veiny sword. Veiny sword. sword. Uncomfortably veiny sword. Dad sword. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> curved sword. Uh, so thank you so much, Shorter Sword 23. We we loved we love all our, our reviews, but we especially love our sword work. reviews. <laughs> sword we especially love to come. I love oh, to God. We love to come. Thank you, Short of Sword 23. Oh, God. Caleb wrote to us on Patreon referring to our new Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> Chris's Conspiracy Corner should be a new show. You see, uh, on uh, the Scooby-Doo episode, Chris kind of goes off the rails more than usual, <laughs> which is shocking. He accuses Fred of making a uh, Jonestown-esque cult and... <laughs> Plan planning on rebuilding society with uh, two men, two women, and a talking dog. <laughs> now, you can find that episode at patreon.com slash leesbarenob if you want to hear, hear Chris's <laughs> thoughts on this. Uh, and uh, I believe one of, our, one of our Patreon tiers is we'll launch a whole other show, so maybe it will be Chris's Conspiracy Corner. Just get to hear Chris's rambling nonsense. Maybe his mic won't even be plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay well thank you for listening to the Legion of Red Out we really appreciate you supporting us if you do want to support us further definitely check out our Patreon that's Legion of Renob or wait patreon.com slash Legion of Renob where you get all sorts of cool rewards such as Bobby rapping or you can play video games with us or you can just give us money that's a nice reward <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that its own reward? And remember, <laughs> make us quit our jobs. Yeah, $50,000. $50,000 a month. You could conceivably do it once and, <laughs> and then in instantly retract it once you pay it once. But it's too late. We've already quit our jobs and we're all very unhappy. That's 10000 a person per month. That's not, that's <laughs> not yes, bad, honestly. 
that's that's very livable. That's very very livable. Well, it's we like, would you all know. go on a on a long extended vacation where we just sit in a cabin in isolation in northern Montana, piles recording and podcasts, piles of cocaine and yachts. <laughs> Man, if I had if I had ten thousand dollars a month, I would definitely have ten thousand dollars a month. <laughs> In our cabin made of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I had $10,000 a month, I would probably, you know, record a mid to mid to low level D&D comedy podcast. <laughs> if I had $2,000 a month, <laughs> I would quit my job. <laughs> Mixed reviews. Man, if I had if I had $15,000 a month, I would quit my job. <laughs> if I had $1,500 a month, I would quit my job. Is what I meant to say. Uh, Clark, what would you do with $10,000 a month? Hmm. Uh, pay off student loans and cry. Oh, okay. We're going with boring answers. Good night, everyone. Good night! <laughs>
Chris's old girlfriend shouting at us. I, I remember that. So funny. Yeah. What was she shouting? No, it happened I, I again in the it. finale. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. fuck. It's fine. I cut, I love- I cut that one. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it's like a recent one where she calls Chris up because like she can't find food or something, and you're like, and you're just like, Chris, I can't open this can. <laughs> it's like, and like you just visualize her like slamming a can down. <laughs> Who's in here? <laughs> oh man, thank goodness that's over. Oh fuck, fuck me. Where'd it go? God already. <laughs> so I have a very small table to roll on. All right. I yeah I have I have some ideas for names. Okay, wonderful. Like okay, my have you ever seen that show Recess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's '90s classic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, a that's where Womp comes from, but B uh, in one episode where they were playing role playing, they said that your fantasy name is your name but backwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> My fantasy that. name is Waylif Einor. <laughs> I wonder what Renault backwards is. Yeah, have you spelled re- Renault backwards yet, Ronnie? Oh, okay. Yeah, bonier. <laughs> I I get it.